Welcome to our Basi Lagani series, Winning the Final Battle, Fair and Unsquare. This is Saratova Best. We are now learning um, Basi Lagani Tafshin Nem Aleph, said in 1982 by the Rebbe. The context is, first of all, the question that we're going to look into at this point is, what is, everybody knows about Shtus, the Luma Sam, Shtus to Kedusha, the folly of the world and the folly of Kedusha, you know, the an unreasonable aspect of Kedusha that enables us to jump over everything reasonable. So what exactly is it as it's expressed in our lives today? Here we are in the most unusual political situation that we've ever seen the world in, probably ever. So how does it all fit together? So we understand the year that the Rebbe said this mimer, Basi Lagani, was the year that Tivas Hashem was established. <clears throat> 1981, Tishrei time, I think, the Rebbe established Tivas Hashem. These are the children known as Tivas Hashem. As we know, Tivas Hashem was the name with which we came out of Egypt, of Mitzrayim. So that means that through that that name that's given to us and was given to us, we are able to come out of slavery. Then later on, Chana Hanavia called Hashem Hashem Tzvakais, a similar type of name, Hashem Tzvakais. We'll go into that another time. And now again, then comes along Tafshin Mem Aleph, and the Rebbe says and begins the the army of Hashem, Tzivas Hashem, again. And the kids are all, the children are all enrolled into it. So we understand the children today are adults and more children are enrolled. Those who are having simple, pure, un, untouched, unsullied, un, undefiled connection with Hashem and understanding of Hashem are immediately entered into the army they are in full power. And perhaps the point of Tzivah Hashem of the Rebbe, among all the other reasons, is to take this pure power, godly power, the, you know, the cruise of pure oil that is in every Jewish child from the moment that he's born and put, put him into the, the framework of Tzivah Hashem those who are the army to enable all of us to come out of our slavery. Okay, so obviously this mimer, Tafshin Nem Aleph, has many secrets for what's going on now. Because we can say right now, here we are in the land of Egypt, 2448, and, right, here we are. It's happening all over again. This is not just a remembrance of it. It literally is happening all over again because Mithraim, Egypt, is the template for all the Goliaths, for every Goliath. And this Goliath that we're in, that we're enslaved to, that we need to get out of, requires us to come out as Tzivah Hashem. Many interesting points. We were slaves to power in Mitzrayim. Well, isn't that interesting? We're not going to go in at length with what's happening with all the censorship and, you know, all the stuff that's going on that everybody knows the media censoring everything. You put up a video, it's down an hour later, it's taken off. It's, 
censorship, the, the control, the thought control, the, the um, plus, 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 plus. The issues that went on in Mitzrayim, we thought this was something of the past. And here it comes back just in the last seconds of these last moments of Gullus. And clearly, and, and it strengthens, becomes stronger. The sense of being not a free person is not something that an American really thought about that much, much until now. So it's, it's, it's very strong and it's clear that the Kayach of Tzivat Hashem, which the Rebbe foresaw already in Mem Aleph, is what will take us to the next step to true freedom, because true freedom cannot be when only the Jewish people understand the truth. It has to involve the entire world. If not, we could have we could have gone to the Geula 3,000 years ago. They were not on board. We were. And we could have just left them behind and had Geula. So the fact that we're still here having to deal with the nations of the world means that we have to bring them along in the desire to have truth. So. <clears throat> and in the desire for the world to be based on Hashem's leadership, God's leadership. Asav, etc., this is a big Chiddush. So we see everything playing out that it's really un- that's really unbelievable. One other thing, if we look at the Chitas every day, we will see with each one of the makas, each one of the plagues, we're going to watch it, I mean, as much as you can find out what's going on in the news, because there's either the slanted news or the news that you're not sure if it's from the other side, you're not sure what's true and what's not, and a lot of it is concealed until it's all over. So it's not going to be simple to, simple to see. But we will look back and we'll understand that everything corresponded to what was happening in the Parsha. 30 years ago, when the Gulf War started, I think I remember that it started on Rosh Chodesh, um at midnight on Rosh Chodesh Shvat, if I got it right. And everything seemed to sync up what was going on in the Gulf War and the chitas of every day with each of the makos. One more point. Why were there makos in Mitzrayim? And then we can ask, why are there makos now? Not physical makos now. But why are we most likely going to go through the ten plagues, the ten makas? <clears throat> what happened in the time in Egypt is that the nature, Egypt was a place that worshipped nature, but the nature had become so completely depraved, immoral, and, and disgusting, and absolutely full of the greatest sin. Nature itself had become totally corrupted. It was broken from top to bottom. Nature was supporting the most ugly, disgusting behavior as if that's normal. That was in the trine. And since the laws, and since nature itself had just, had just basically broken, when the makas came, the plagues, there's room to say that it wasn't that Hashem imposed these plagues. The plagues were simple, simply a vis- the visibility of the fact that the world of nature had completely broken and deteriorated because of its corrupt, moral corruption. So Hashem didn't have to do something. It was doing it itself. 
nature was just eating itself up from the inside because of its moral depravity. So when we watched the Makais, we saw, oh my goodness, land of Mitzrayim has really come to a very low point. But we stood back and watched. And for the most part, the Makais didn't, the Makais were not affecting us. On the contrary, we were safe. The fact that during the plague of darkness, four-fifths four of the Yidden passed away, not because of the plague of darkness, but that was since those people weren't destined to leave Mitzrayim, which is different from now when everyone will leave Gullah. So the plague of darkness was a time when Hashem was able to conceal it. It didn't cause that the Yidden should pass away. It's just It was a time for Hashem to allow those people who weren't going to leave Mitzrayim to go on their next journey without being noticed by the depraved Egyptians. So the plagues, again, the plagues did not affect us in a negative way. We stood back and watched. On the contrary, they gave us freedom. So that's what is going to be happening in these 10 days. In fact, there was a video of a non-Jew on Sunday that said, welcome to the 10 days of darkness. Oh, my. How did he know to use that term? It was from January 10th to January 20th. With whatever the political plan is in the U.S. But if, even a non-Jew said, welcome to the 10 days of darkness. And does he know that it's Parsha, it began Parsha Sa'ira and then Parsha Bo, which are the 10 plagues, the 10 masses? No, of course not. So the fact that he saw it as the 10 days of darkness, these 10 days will be the 10 makas, the upgraded 2021 Tough Shinpei Aleph 10 makas happening in the world. I don't know that you're going to have, you know, locusts and, and all these other things again. We, we did that one already. Now it's going to be, you know, a cyberspace kind of locusts and, fi- you know, each of the makas has its spiritual um, component. So it's probably going to happen in a much more sophisticated way, not actual locusts, not actual animals, not actual, um, you know, swarming uh, grasshoppers, but rather the equivalent of that, which that's that's a whole other thing. So since we're running out of time, we're just going to start with the second paragraph of Basi Lagani Tapshin and Aleph. The Rebbe is saying that the main idea the main point in building a Mishkan is Basisa Sakrashim the Mishkan The main part is that Hashem said, take these boards, these beams, and of course from Ateshitim, from Acacia Wood Shitim Wood, and they should stand, and that will form the skeleton of the Mishkan. And so the mimer of the Friedrich Rebbe explains, of course, and this is well known, shittim is from the word shtus. Shtus means folly. Shtus de l'umazeh. We know this idea. Now, we're used to shtus de l'umazeh being, ah, they're so busy with, they're so hung up on which shade of nail polish they choose. We're thinking shtus means a bunch of silly narishkeit. Nonsense, you're wasting your time with that. Oh, no, I can't believe it. They 
gave the seats in my car, I wanted them to be light peach color, and they made them a medium peach color. Ugh. We're, we're thinking that that's Stusselumazen. But really, we understand Stusselumazen now is the really serious stuff that's going on, which is um, eradicating um, the whole policy to eradicate gender, to um, the, the whole fixation with the next four years, you know, if that administration were to take over, there wouldn't be any more ladies' rooms and men's rooms in public places, certainly not in schools. It's got to be, you know, people's rooms where everybody uses the same lavatory, not allowed to distinguish gender. This is part of the Schlüssel almost there which comes from a place of deep depravity, but it's a fixation. And the fact that you're, you know, you won't be allowed to say to somebody, um, oh, did he, did he say that? They'll say, excuse me, how dare you say he or she? So this plus hundreds of other things that have a third of America invested in this more than nonsense, depravity, um, worshiping Averas and, and insisting that the whole country of America has to be, be in sync with worshiping these Averas and anybody who would dare to say this is an Avera, this is a sin, and this is a sin, um, is undemocratic and could and will be punished will be punished. So this, we could say, is part of the new, the brand new Shtustel Umaset. And the Avraida of building the Mishkan is making the Krushim, making these beams for the Mishkan. The Mishkan is the place where Hashem says, I will be there. And from there, I will clean up the world. So, of course, when you make this Mishkan with these beams, the Avraida is to transform the shtus, the shittim, and the sheker, the lies, the lies that we're dealing with today. Lies, lies, and lies. Uh, open lies, half of, you know, the media, etc., etc. Not embarrassed to lie. Not uncomfortable anymore. It's just, this is what you have to do. You protect what you think you're protecting. So what we do by building the Mishkan, and even by learning Basi Lagani, which talks about building the Mishkan, is transform the shtus, the, this folly, this insanity that they want to institute, and the lies from the word sheker, which is kerish, kerish is the board of the Mishkan, turn kerish, board of the Mishkan, around and you have sheker, so we're going to, our job is to transform the lies of this world. The lies of this world have proliferated and become exposed in the past year in a way that you never had before in all of history. And our job is to take all of these lies, lies and this insanity, which is proliferating by the billisecond, every second that we speak, an hour from now, there will be so much more insanity and so many more lies that people are believing that you can't keep up with it. It's exponential. And somehow we're supposed to take that whole thing and transform it 
to lasset mehem krushim lemishkan and make them into beans, a karish, boards for the mishkan. Make them into something holy. Can you imagine? We're supposed to take all of these lies that are that are exponentially multiplying, these huge global lies, um, and American lies and global lies and big tech lies and all of this stuff and all of the insane philosophies, and we're supposed to take them all and build a mishkan with them. We don't even have to be afraid of them. Like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, the lies are multiplying. Oh great. We need a bunch of lies. It's like fertilizer. You know, manure, fertilizer, it doesn't have a really good smell. But it's really great if you want to grow really nice roses or some kind of, you know, vegetable garden. So that's what you need the manure for. The more manure, the better, sorry. So in a sense, the more lies, the better. Because what we do is we put it through the transformer and it comes out, the, the, the sheker, the lies of the world, of which we have a lot, and they're getting more. There's a new shipment every minute. So you just, you put them through the transformer and out the other side comes a karish, a board for the mishkan. And it's not only a board for the mishkan, the beam. Krashim oimdim. Boards, beams that stand. Shemamidim is a mishkan. They hold the mishkan up. Oimdim the for And they stand with power and without any change. Oh, interesting. Well, we definitely see in America today those who are standing with power and and those who are making a lot of noise but not are not standing for truth. Standing with power means power for truth. And without change, without change means standing in the place of truth, of God-given truth. Not the fads of, let's have bathrooms that, you know, all gender bathrooms, etc. I know somebody that um, they thought it would be cute, so in their downstairs bathroom and their house, uh, they got a little sign and it says, "All you know, it's for the kids. For the kids, they have little kids. Can I know? So they put a sign that they bought. It says, all gender bathroom, right? To be politically correct, all gender bathroom. <laughs> so the little two-year-old boys and the little four-year-old girls are all allowed to use that same bathroom, but it's only for one person. So... <laughs> So in Avaida of the person, we're talking about making the Dira B'tachtayim, making the place for Hashem, through the lowest world. And the Tanya says, through everything that we do, and through what we do, it affects that the Mishkan is going to be built through the people who normally were into Shtus. Now again, we don't just mean silly Shtus, we mean dangerous Shtus mean all the dangerous junk that's being promoted in the world today. We're going to build a Mishkan from that, and when we do our Avaita, we are actually putting it through the transformer, and out comes a Mishkan on the other side, and it's powerful, and it stands, and you can't topple it no matter what, because it's standing rooted in eternal truth that doesn't ever change. And through this, we fulfill the Ratana Elyon with Hashem's will, through this we fulfill Hashem's will, which is that He wants to be a dwelling place in this world of Shtus, the 
form, what's it called? Refurbished. So in this world of Shlut, so to end off, what does that mean? Hashem wants us to build a Mishkan made out of, re, it's recycled. It's actually not brand new material. All the wood and all the gold and all the silver and all this stuff, it's all recycled, refurbished stuff that's used in the Mishkan. Oh yeah, why couldn't they buy new stuff? No, 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 it's all refurbished. Oh yeah, from what? Uh, it's all refurbished from shtus of this world, from the insanity of this world and the lies that this world is producing, especially in recent weeks and recent months. And all of that is then, as we say, go through the transformer and it comes out refurbished, brand new, sparkling new, wanting to be holy. And that's the world that Hashem says, now you're talking. That's the kind of Mishkan I want to be in, and that's the kind of Dir that I want, the refurbished ones coming from all the ugly junk. So we know that we have enough ugly junk for Hashem to have a wonderful time in this brand new refurbished Dir that he's looking forward to. So may it be, we should have the Gula Mita immediately now.